What's happening, Arsenal Nation? It's your boys, Adele and... Uh, Baker. The Baker. The Baker. It's been a while. Dude, it's... Uh, yeah. We're back. How y'all doing? Is the music still playing? Five, four, three, do two. That. Exit music. You should have exited the music a long time ago. Shoulda, coulda. This Baker. This is going to be weird, man. Like, I'm... I, so, I, we just started recording, obviously. It's been, uh, you know, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays. Hope everyone had a good Merry time. Merry Christmas. It's the, it's the 14th of January. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, we Happy are... MLK Day. That's next week. I don't think so. Is it? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Sh- I'm planning on having the day off next week, Monday. So it better be. It's MLK Day for me. Yeah, January 20th. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're woke. <laughs> Happy Chinese New Year. That's in January, I think. I mean, I think we should stop at this point before we. Say We're something. back. I was getting at. I'm genuinely like a little bit nervous. It's been that long. That's a problem. So we took we took the, uh, you know, we took the holiday off because a zero news, um, and I pride myself on I will never make content for the sake of making content. That that it, that is not this show. We are here. To inform. And if there's nothing to talk about, we're not going to talk. The masses yeah. who need to be informed. And then you were doing a little, uh, you know, a little personal time. And, you know, congratulations on the home. And now... Arizona is a lot warmer than yeah, Utah yeah. this time we'll, of year. We'll talk a little preseason action. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's like, okay, we're back. But it's also like been a month. So, RSL Nation, please be patient with us as we relearn the art of storytelling and as we do life we do it live so been a while yeah a lot has changed would you say so lots stay the same when i say a lot has changed there's one change that i'm very excited about well live all of 25 minutes ago i'm pretty sure it's the only change that actually matters well i mean no that's you know the draft happened and the monarchs are signing dudes and you know rumors are falling through that's always exciting as far as i'm concerned if i think if i think if i think i know where you're going with this Mm -hmm. we could get the announcement tomorrow that we're signing cristiano ronaldo and it would be the second most important thing that happened this week. would be the second most important thing. The, yeah. This two days. Maybe this year. Short of like winning MLS Cup. Yeah. <laughs> like if we win the MLS the, Cup, that's it the... It might even be trumped. <laughs> it might even trump that. All right. I think we got to just say it at this point. What What's happening? Dude. So if, if this was just like a tease or something, I'm going to... I will sell my season tickets. You but can't. As of, you're, you're subscribing. As of 25 minutes ago... Uh, RSL posted that the blue shorts are back uh, for the what Cobalt. I meant. Yeah, the home kit. So they say blue in the video. Blue is back. Um, maybe they're just going for the alliteration. But um, it's like, like it's the definition of fan service. And I know they're just pandering because they haven't done anything of value in the offseason so far. Right. And I'm totally fine with it. The, totally the- fine with it. Look, man, so many people have been asking for those blue shorts. For years. Let's just call them blue for a second. Right. Um, for the, the, easily the past decade. And I don't get it. 
a, we won a, an MLS Cup in blue okay. shorts. Uh, but yeah, we also won an MLS Cup in a Zango supporting shirt. Bring Zango back. As a company, I think first, and then as a sponsor, I'm pretty sure they're like defunct. You, pro- yeah, um, yeah. I don't get it. I've never been a fan of the blue shorts. Like okay. it, it is so retro. Here's here's what I like about it in in this league. Half the teams, black tops, black shorts. The other half, white uh, white tops, white shorts. Uh huh. And then, like, every once in a while, there'll be, like, a red top and red shorts, or, like, a blue top and blue shorts. Like, it is so, well, then, then, it then is you so have, monochromatic. Then you have the exceptions of Orlando with the purple stuff. Right, right? but that's, like, you exceedingly have... rare. And I understand that we just we went half and half and then a third and then Well, we'll see the what exception. Miami does. Is Miami, like, They're, pink? They've released, apparently, some. They look like garbage. Oh, they literally shocker. look like garbage. If if the, the you know, and we'll get into releases and news and stuff on kits because yeah. it's that time of year. So blue shorts are back. I'm and just stoked that's on the, only the thing that really matters. The what the red top could potentially look like from what we've seen, and the blue shorts. Like I'm, I'm happy, man. So happy. I don't know why. I'm. I recognize it doesn't make sense. I'm. I'm just. I'm giddy. Because I recognize that, like you said, it's nothing but fan service. Right. And let's just face it, man. Deloy is a fan service oriented dude. I mean, he fired a He literally <laughs> fired his head coach because of something that came out on a fan blog. Oh, excuse me. They don't like to be called a fan blog. No. <laughs> Take that back. A serious journalistic outlet. Right. He literally fired a head coach over that after agreeing with him on terms and knowing he might piss off the majority of Irish Hell Nation. So, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. I just hope they do something with the rest of the kit because well, you've, you've those seen the, shorts with, yeah. Have you seen the thing? What thing? So, uh, all right. I want to be very, I want to use the right language. Some, so they've been like leaking these weird little like so they're not like they're not like photos of the jerseys that are getting out but they're like talking these... about like someone's mock-up of a mock-up or something so yeah, what I've he calls that. it was it was a recreation of something he'd seen and then other people weighed in and it's like yeah that's pretty close to what we're getting so yeah i've seen that yeah so the red swirly thing yeah i'm cool with that with blue shorts if we had red shorts i'd be like oh, i'm not man. cool with that to start with that that looks like that, that looks like something Van Gogh painted after, like, he woke up hungover. Not, not even, like, the sexy Van Gogh thing where he's, like, drunk on absinthe or something. No, but, like, he he, he woke up hungover and he's like, oh, let's do some uh, swirly yeah. thing. Warm up. Yeah. <laughs> Let me warm up That's my wrist. That's what that looks like. So my understanding is that it, there's supposed to be, like, more gold in there and that there's, like, a sandstone, like, southern Utah vibe and it's supposed to be, like, a topographical map and... um. I'm I'm gonna wait to see with my own eyes before I have a final call. Yeah, I remember last yeah, time they came out with sick. those. Remember when they came out with those white jerseys and we saw them online and we're like, oh my god, this is horrible, this is terrible. Like, yeah. Uh, you remember when England 
came out with their latest jerseys, the national team of England, the men's national team. No, I can't stand familiar with the English national team. Basically, it's just the white t-shirts. Right, with the red line. With the the red line. So I I was online, and I was looking at all these people making fun of it, where they would just take like a white tank top or a white t-shirt and just draw a flag of England on the the chest. And Mm. I'm like, hey, look, I got my England jersey. Right. That's what it looked like to me until we went to the open house that year. Yeah, yeah. And just to be clear, you're talking about like back when we still have like long sleeves. It was like the pure white yes. one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This was what three years ago or something. Yeah, three or four. Yeah. I just remember very specifically that I hated the way they looked on the computer, mm-hmm. but seeing them in person, oh my god, they were right. awesome. They were beautiful. Right. So yeah, I do like my teams to at least wear nice, nice kits and. I just, I just hope we don't go with that like hungover Van Gogh. That, I'm that's pretty the name sure we're getting something like that. The, the name should be hungover yeah. Van Gogh. Uh, so, I'm kind of like from last year when it was like this is gonna be the best jersey ever, best jersey ever. The current away, like the, with the red, like the it looks like blood splatter. Yeah. Um, I thought that looked ugly online, and then I saw it in person, and I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's still definitely still super ugly. ugly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I am hoping this one, I don't know. Looks a little better. Excuse me while I'm chewing ice. Yeah. ASMR. Every single year or off season, oh. I'm not even talking about our cello MLS. I see, because teams usually come out with new jerseys in the off season, obviously, right? Yeah, so every team gets either a new home or new away. I'm not even talking about MLS yet. I'm talking just in general. Oh, okay. And if you follow social media, you will always see some crazy cool designs by people. Right, on like Reddit? Reddit mostly, some kind of Twitter. I remember a couple of years ago, a few years ago, we posted one on Facebook on our page that someone created, and people lost their minds over it. It was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was really nice. I remember, I remember exactly what you're talking about. So at what point... At what point do teams say, you know what? The public has some pretty good ideas out there. Right. Let's go solicit ideas. Was it the union that like did like a video trashing all of the? It was. I'm pretty sure the union did like a for their release where they went and they tracked down a bunch of these uh, these uh, jerseys that like fans had created mm-hmm. and just ragged on them. They're like like they were trying to be like funny, but it I, the Philly union. I think it was Philadelphia. Yeah. That, with their current jerseys, they were ragging on people. All the, and then like they released theirs, and it was super ugly. I'm pretty sure it was the union. Like people were really salty. Yeah, oh, it was just hilarious. Seems weird. Look, man. In my opinion, there's only okay. Not only off the top of my head, I can think of two teams with really cool, badass jerseys. And I hate to say this, but it's um, Portland. That that reddish jersey. Oh, from ever ago. They don't like, have that. Like last year. No, they haven't had that in a minute. They had like last year, dude. I don't think so. And then Seattle hmm. had, I think it was their third, like with that pink on it. Yeah, yeah. You made fun of me for liking that. Yeah. But at least it's out there. It stands out right. versus everyone else. Everyone else in the league. Pretty boring freaking jerseys. And and I think to be clear, a lot of that stems from the Adidas contract, which is a contract for the whole league. Yeah. No, like, I get that. Um, you know what else was a really cool jersey? Our victory gold. Yeah, that's probably not going to... Especially the long sleeve. Just okay. bring the damn long sleeves back, that's man. That's not a thing anymore. I'm not, also, I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying it right now. I'm not buying a jersey until the long sleeves are back. You're not buying a jersey. Also, they're $150 now. 
It used to be one thirty. They're up to one fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. I my my problem is like it's it's clearly so templated. So every MLS team is gonna have like three bars across the shoulder, like the three Adidas bars. Yeah. It's yeah. I'm once this Adidas contract is out, which I think is in like 2022. Hopefully, teams like have the ability to negotiate their own like jersey as, deals. As if no, let's face it, that's not gonna happen. As if the teams are not getting they're obviously getting paid from it. They all have to pay bills. I get it. It's just turning off people. It just looks like you said. It looks so just copy standard. paste, copy paste. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Even, anyway, that's one of the reasons I'm excited for blue shorts because I think it breaks that up a little to yeah. to bring it full circle. Cool. What else is happening this this year? Exciting off season. Well, so the second most exciting news released today, I, in my opinion, after the blue shorts, and not this is league news, not just team news, league right. news. Uh, a little known character by the name of Chicharito yeah. will probably be playing for the Galaxy this year. Yeah. That's wild, dude. That blows my mind. No. No? He's 31. He still has some gas left in the tank. Right. And I feel like the I feel like MLS, if you know, depending on what version of MLS we get in 2020, because every year it's something new. I think the league is an environment where a player like Chicharito can thrive. I think Chicharito is gonna kill it in the MLS. I've been saying this for quite a while. I even said that's the guy we should go after. Obviously, we can't afford that kind of a player. As far as the league and LA Galaxy more specifically, right? they're at a huge net loss. They're losing Zlatan. The league is losing Zlatan, mm-hmm. replacing him with Chicharito. Now, are there any uh, any more seats going to be filled because it's Chicharito versus Zlatan? Absolutely. Hell no. Absolutely. Zlatan was selling out everywhere. Oh, okay. Hold on. Uh, seats out Outside, wherever so, they go, wherever they play that game. N- okay, so I think in LA proper, like regular attendance for LA Galaxy, which I'm pretty sure was pretty good last year because of Zlatan. Right, I think is going to see an increase because of Chicharito. Is it possible? I think they were pretty sold out. I mean, he was selling out yeah. on the road everywhere. We, he we was literally, on the road. I'm gonna say no, nothing. We literally be the draw met people. We literally met people at the stadium in Rio Tinto from they, Idaho. From Idaho, they came down Zlatan. because Latan was absolutely. Playing. But let's also acknowledge that a lot of those people were Balkan internationals who identify with an international Swede for some that reason. That six-hour drive is a six-hour drive for sure. You're but from. here's the thing: I do believe that Chicharito has that impact for a lot. I think there are a lot of soccer fans in. In Utah right now, mm-hmm. that are fans of the sport, that aren't fans of uh, MLS, that aren't fans of RSL, that show up for Tigres and that yeah, show yeah, up yeah. for no, you're totally you know, right. I'm talking about the Mexican national fan. Yes, I think when the LA Galaxy come to town, we will see Rio Tinto buzzing, and I think a lot of those people will have lived in the Valley for the last however many years and just don't go to soccer games. I think the LA Galaxy will attract more fans as a club because mm-hmm. of this move. I think they will sell a lot of jerseys. They, oh, know, yeah. they know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. He's um, a huge name for the Mexican national team. I would say he's... The name. Yeah. He, yeah. He's pro- and, and that El Trafico is going to be even bigger, as yeah. much as I hate to yeah. say it. You've got the number one, number two. What I would say overall, name recognition and quality mm-hmm. for both their club and our league, it's still a huge net negative. I, I think l- quality on the field with losing Zlatan, and I- I'll be the first to just eat crow here. I thought Zlatan was going to show up, 
be like a like a grouchy old man, you know, refuse to run, refuse. Like yeah. I thought Zlatan was going to be a total bust. Very obviously, that's not what happened. The dude was creating all kinds of goals yeah. um, out of nothing. I don't think. And he just went to AC Milan and just scored in his first game. Right, and 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 I think, I think to be fair, there is nobody you bring in after a Zlatan that can like like short of like getting Mbappe or like it's just there's no one that the LA Galaxy could realistically but bring. Quality or name? Quality. And oh yeah, name. yeah. No, that, that's name. plenty of quality you can bring in. That's better not, than Zlatan. Not at that price. There's only two other names in the world of football, soccer, mm-hmm. that are even on par with Zlatan. And, and you're talking like ever. No, 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 no. Like, Pe- like literally point? people that clubs in the MLS could buy. That's Ronaldo and Messi. No, Ronaldo and Messi will retire in the United States. That's not the point. But, but they're I, not coming not, that's anytime not, that's soon. I know that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying... Right, I'm saying people they could actually get. Right, but I, I forget all of that. What I'm trying to say here is this. What, what we sometimes forget mm-hmm. is the how vast the world of soccer is. Right. In the vastness of the world of soccer, Chicharito... Hernandez, right? Yes, is a nobody. He's a huge name in North America. Sure, huge name, right? Central and North America, in the rest of the world, Chicharito is a nobody. I wouldn't say nobody. nobody. I get, I get what you're going for. He's definitely not a nobody. He's not starting. He, he's not starting for mid-tier Spanish league teams, right? And and that's where you are, so right? In the world of soccer, there's mm. uh, maybe I'm forgetting, but tell me. And I'm to, I'm not talking about skill. I would I would say Mbappe mm-hmm. or Salah um, are probably way better than a current form Zlatan, in my opinion. In my opinion. Okay. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, you're but, definitely right. What am I saying? You're definitely but right. But from a name recognition, uh-huh. there's three guys: Cristiano Ronaldo, right, Lionel Messi, mm-hmm. and Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah, I think that's fair. And then, I mean, that's a tier of their own. Sure. And I guess the reason I even brought it up was because you said it was a net loss for the LA It is. Like, obviously, though. It's who you – like, who is Chicago going to bring out after Jordan retires? Like, like there is – you know, there's nobody to even maintain. Not even close. Let alone surpass. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think that's what I was getting at. But in in their defense. In this case, so I I get what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Totally smart. Great business move. I'm very much looking forward to seeing Chicharito play. Yeah. I've watched him play. I've seen him play once or twice. I know we talk about this all the time, but I'm so glad that some of these other teams who are just okay with spending and mainly wasting money are okay bringing these big names in so they can come to Rio Tinto. Mm Mm-hmm. And we can we'll watch it. I like, don't think that happens that much anymore. Well, okay. You're thinking just, we're thinking of like like the Perlos. Like that's a clear example. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking this, man. I, I've seen Pirlo, mm-hmm. Ibrahimovic. Um, yeah, but but one David, of those David Villa, right? Kaka, um, Kaka. I mean, I've seen these guys live at Rio Tinto. Yeah, yeah. Like those are the guys I Drogba. grew up watching. Drogba, yeah, yeah that's I, huge. I grew up watching and like never thinking I would ever actually get a chance to watch those guys play. Sure. And they bring him in, like, hell yeah. Right. And I think the reason I, I paused or interrupted was because, like, Pirlo, let's just be very clear, was a waste of money. So Zl- was Kaka. Zlatan Ibrahimovic? No. Not a waste of money. Not just in name, but also in just like pr- production on the production, field. Yeah. yeah, he made that team. Yeah. I don't uh, think you get more out of him. Right. I don't think, because he was making the same as Gio, I think. 
Uh, his first year, he was like at 1.5. Yeah. It was like the most they could pay him without him being a DP. And then yeah. the next year, it was like seven or something. And I think Gio was like six or right. something. Yeah. So, so yeah, no. Um, I'm glad they're bringing him in. I, I do agree. Uh, he is going to do very well in this league. I don't think he'll do anywhere near like Zlatan did. I still think the LA Galaxy is a drastically worse team hmm. because Zlatan is gone and they're replacing him with Chicharito. I still think all the stadiums will be sold out. Right. And let's see. What, I'm not sure what other moves are happening. Oh, the LA Galaxy are very they, busy. Are they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because if they're not making any of the moves, I don't think they're making the playoffs. They made the playoffs last year because of Zlatan. They didn't make the playoffs last year. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. That yeah, was two did. years ago. Yeah, they didn't yeah, two years ago. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Anyways, moving on. So speaking of teams making moves, uh huh. We we you know we return to our humble little RSL, and and oh, it's humble, all right. So like the two big rumors. So so like, you know, no disrespect to like the dudes that are like clearly monarchs, yeah, guys like you know and and brought in for depth, but like the two big rumors that you know are the quote-unquote difference makers, in my opinion, mm-hmm. were the Julio, uh, Anderson Julio, a uh, yeah. kid coming out of uh, uh, Liga in Ecuador. Yeah, just when I started looking into him. Yeah, oh my God. I was That was one I was way too excited. I, yeah. I knew better. I was so excited for yeah. him. Uh, and then the Elliot uh, Kak, or Kak, or however you say it, out of... Uh, Sweden or something? Yeah, yeah, he's Denway, Swedish. Norway, yeah, yeah. he would have been like a left back, and then Julio yep. was, I think, technically a winger. Um both fell through like pretty publicly. Julio yep. is with another team, I think, in League IMX. Yep. And then uh, Elliot's, uh, his current club, like GM, had like a big interview about like how yep. he's not, you know, leaving and how he's he has huge plans for him in 2020. And long story short, neither of these guys are coming. And it's been crickets allegedly. ever since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> allegedly. Got to add allegedly to everything here. Yep. Um, and, like, RSL, in my opinion, is one of those, year in, year out, it's like this. Like, we kind of start getting antsy, it's early January, and then we make a move and we're all good. Yeah. Um, even by RSL standards, I feel like we're a little late. And we are a notoriously late, like, we don't announce anything True. until it's, like, I's dotted, T's crossed, because we've been burned once or twice. But, uh, yeah, I mean, look at it, the, the two that were rumored or public mm. fell through so yeah and 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 you know not public because of the club obviously but other sources right um but even by rsl standards i feel like we're roughly a week behind where we normally are um you know i think rushnak was the kind of exception where he joined pretty late in the year or pretty late in the off season right um i'm just i am I'm so worried for uh, well, we did, our new GM, Elliot. We did extend Corey. We did extend Corey. For better or worse. So here's my thoughts on this. I th- and again, you and I have had this discussion a million times. RSL will never be the club that signs big-name players from overseas. Sure. RSL will be the club that develops players. As a result, RSL at the very... I mean, I'm talking about like top level of hope. Mm-hmm. The most optimistic amongst us should think that we should be serious contenders two to three times every decade and with a lot of luck win it once a decade. That's where we are. We are not going to be... The RSL from 
2010 through like 2014 or 15. I'd say 2013. That was favored mm-hmm. to win it all right. every single year. Go to the right and expect a win. Just, I mean, yeah, you're confused when the other guys score a goal. You're like, whoa, what? Yeah. Well, you know, they know they're supposed to lose, right? Yeah, there's a goal, and why are we not singing? This makes no sense. Those days are over. Oh, for sure. They're not over because RSL is changing. They're over because the league is changing, and it's changing drastically. The amount of money, well, the, the amount of attention it's getting, which leads to the amount of money, which is fueled by and leads to the level of quality that the team that the teams in this league have these days. Right. It's through the roof compared yeah. to, hell, even five years ago. I mean, five years ago, we didn't have this Atlanta team, this LAFC team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we had NYCFC. I mean, that, that's like the least successful, super rich team that we right. have in this league. Right. I don't even want to know what the Nashville and the Miamis of the world are going to do sure. to the league. Sure. I mean, we're in a place where Seattle is considered not spending a lot of money. Right. That's crazy. Right, it is. Yeah, that's a good that's a good perspective. So I think that's something we have to consider. It doesn't matter whom we sign. We're not gonna sign a name anyone's gonna recognize off the bat. hundred percent agree with that. So now we have to stop making those stupid mistakes where we let people go, like homegrowns that we develop and invest years and years and years into. Sure. And then they walk away and score goals in Mexico. Right? Things like that. We have to be somebody very specific. We have to we have to be a lot more careful with those things. Right. So I'm not concerned and I'm not surprised. And honestly, yeah, I'm I'm just not worried Hmm. about the the lack of movement. I'm more concerned with the lack of movement on some internal pieces. So I'm gonna interrupt the because I know where we're heading and I don't wanna I'm not Mm -hmm. ready quite yet to move on. So December, December thirteenth. I, I remember this because I did a whole post around it. December 13th, uh, Freddie Juarez is uh, on ESPN 700. Mm-hmm. He's doing an interview with uh, Checkets. And it's in a month or so, was the exact line, we'll have some signings that fans could be like really excited for. Like, really, like he kind of hyped it up. We are at that month mark officially yesterday. So, month plus one. We extended Corey. We, yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> I hope that's not quite what he's alluding to. Blue my, shorts? So, my fear. Is that Julio or, or this Elliot guy were the yeah. were the signings and and I for me if we are relatively quiet in this off season which we have been thus far it is a very big very early red flag yeah. in our new front office and yeah. um, and and I think this is kind of that test I'm assuming that the actual front office is nowhere near as quiet as it is outside. Which is a good sign. Yeah, they're locking it down. They're keeping yeah. it quiet. I respect that. So well, let's just see what... Now, from a fan's perspective, mm-hmm. I think we have a very good starting lineup ready to compete for the playoffs next year or this upcoming year, as is. Compete for the playoffs. Not win the cup. They're not going to win the cup. I I think a lot of teams got really good around us. I get it. Yeah, and I think I I think we are at worst getting worse and at best more or less staying the same. And I think a lot of the, a lot of a lot of clubs that were pretty easy points last year aren't going to be easy points. Yeah, no, I get that. 
I get know. that. But I do look, I'm I'm looking at our lineups. All right. So I'm still not sure what's happening in goalie. I think right. Zach uh, Zach McMath is the pretty obvious choice there. You think so? I do. Okay. So that that's what we have to make a decision if it's mm. if it's him or if we just put the kid in and Ajoa? ride it out. Yeah. No way. Uh, I mean, we have to decide if if we are not building around the rest of the team to make the playoffs, then why not? Sure. I yeah. here's the thing: if we get some off season signings that are a little more ammo, yeah, like a striker, maybe a winger or two, I'm okay with a seasoned Putna or Zach McMath. Okay, if we were Colorado last year. Throwing the throwing the Colorado didn't know they were going to be Colorado. Sure, sure, but like you realize that relatively early on. They had just signed Kai Kamara, right? Uh, But that's what I'm getting at. Like if it was in like pure rebuild mode, I'd be with you. We're not there yet. There, that team, the current team, is capable of competing. And I think with that in mind, you kind of have to have a senior presence. The team we have right now is, I think, capable of making the playoffs. So what I'm saying is, we still have to make a goalie decision. Mm -hmm. I think our defense, the outside backs are set. Right. One of the two in the middle is set. I would say with 90% certainty, both are set. Yeah. Right. I'd go 99. In your mind. Uh-huh. But I'm not thinking in my mind. I'm thinking in their minds. Because okay. I still saw Silva start, M. Silva start over a healthy uh, Justin uh, Glad. Glad once in a while. Last year, near the, t- near the tail end, it was, he was losing minutes. He did actually have an injury. Just FYI. Um, I think the midfield... Well, I'll skip the midfield because mm. I think that's the most contentious portion. I think the forward line is set. Really? I'm not saying that there are op- choices to make, mm. but I think they're good choices. I think Corey Beard starts, no question. Right. I think uh, Severino is starting, mm-hmm. no questions. Right. And then, yeah, there's a question of who plays nine. I think it should be Sam Johnson, but everyone who ever listens to us knows my opinion on this. Right. Right. I also think we completely effed up on letting Bofo go on the left, but that's beyond the point. We can talk about that later. Mm-hmm. And I think our midfield is going to end up being um, um, Demir in the back. Mm-hmm. I mean, the defensive. Right. Uh, with Silva. And Albert in the attacking. That's a team that can that that's a team that should make the playoffs. And if Demir is playing nine, mm-hmm. or if I don't know, let's say you want to make Corey play nine or whatever, you can put Albert in the left. You can also interchange Albert and Severino. Sure. Notice my none of my stuff includes a Kyle Beckerman on the team. Right. I mean, he's a good. I think I would love to have him back. What, what Technically, a, not on the team. What an awesome sub to have to bring in in the 75th when you're up a goal or you're tied on the road and you want to keep the point. Right. I mean, hell of a guy to bring in. Um, And, you know, even Nick can come in. Nick Beasley? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of forgot about him. Yeah. So I think that team, mm-hmm. especially with good coaching, I think towards the last latter parts of last year, they were coached well. I would agree with that. Who? Okay. Let me paint a scenario for you. Wow. Down a goal, mm-hmm. chasing the oh, game. Oh, that's when we screwed. Who? Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's when we screwed. That, that, Who, so that's why I said specifically mm-hmm. before I started talking, we have a good starting lineup. Right. Okay, I, I'll give you that. But we've also, I, I think we are not deep enough. No. May, maybe the only place that I'd say we're comfortably deep at is uh, center backs. And even that is... Oh, you don't need that when you're eh. when you're down a goal. Sure, <laughs> sure. But I, I mean, yeah. just in general depth. You, we, you're looking for your... The, the, Vasquez. Bofo. Yeah. Bofo. Bofo. Yes. That's uh, what you're looking for. We, we 
currently as the team is is built, like seriously are lacking offensive options. Um, that's when you would think. That, that's what you would think. That that's where the homegrowns come in. Like those are the opportunities they should be able to come in and take. I don't. I, know. I don't disagree with that. I don't know any of them. I mean, I know them, but. I haven't followed any of them close enough to be, be to really be able to have like a proper opinion on them. So there's that. There's that issue. But I would think or I would hope and expect that that's where they come in. And that's when I'm hoping that the people who literally look, man, I was at work all day today. I'm not sure about you. I probably spent about good 10 hours on the clock getting mm. stuff done at work for my employer. I'm assuming that our GM and our coach and our scouts and the assistant GMs and all those folk right. spent the entire at least 10 hours today thinking about the crap we're talking about right now. Right, obviously. And actually coming up with answers. Sure, but assuming that they have answers kind of defeats the purpose of what you and I are currently doing. Well, the whole the whole point we're, is... We're going to sit here and doubt in the yeah, meantime. The whole point is if they don't have answers... I, and guess I, what? They could do exactly what we tell them to do, and it doesn't work out. We'll still be complaining about them in oh, a few yeah, months. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the luxury <laughs> of not doing this for a living and yeah. it being a hobby, for sure. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty... So out of our group of forwards, this includes wingers... We currently have Corey Baird, Sam Johnson, Douglas Martinez, the the Monarchs dude. I, I think solid option there. I'm yeah, I think lie. that dude has a lot him. of options, uh, potential. Jefferson Savarino, Tate Schmidt, eh. uh, and Julian Vasquez, the, I think, 18-year-old uh, Mexican national who just got a call up. And then we picked up another winger in the draft, uh, like the 20th pick. Yeah, who's going to Monarchs, like, dude. Yeah, Monarchs, yeah. Um. Assuming three or four of those guys are starting. You're also assuming that Amir is not playing forward. Sure, sure. You're assuming that Albert is not playing winger. Right, who's currently listed in the midfield. Yeah. But to me, the the name that kind of pops out as like your guy on the bench is Douglas Martinez. Yeah. Which, which Schmidt no, did. I, I was disappointed with what he did. Yeah, he was he had the opportunity. fine. I don't think he ever got like substantial minutes. Right. Um. But I'm looking. I'm looking at this roster, and I'm not. I'm. There isn't a name that stands out There's the not way a Bofo. Bofos did. There's not like, a Bofo. Like Bofo would come on, and you know it wasn't like okay everything's gonna be fine. But like the kid was was a depth option. He was a good one. But he was exciting. He was dynamic. Well, there you was, know, I disagree with like you know that he was a depth option. But yes. Yeah, our our coaching staff treated him as a depth option. Let's to- acknowledge and, and, and that. It's the same thing. Remember, you know. We have been to the right for so many years now. Mm-hmm. Um, remember when uh, Vasquez we used to come on? Yeah. Rat tail. Yeah. Rufio. There was like a certain level of excitement around what was happening when he comes mm-hmm. on. The kid had all. He just had like determination and yeah. spades. Yeah. And he had, he had that. Let me get all fancy on y'all. Je ne sais quoi. Right. Also, he would chase every ball until it was dead. Yes. There was no such thing oh, as a ball was, out of reach. He was playing 10, 15 minutes, so yeah, right. why not? But it was the it was the craziest thing. Like he would come on and I just I just feel like something is happening. Yeah. Something's gonna happen. Bofo was the same way last year. Mm-hmm. I never got that about Corey. I got that about Sam Johnson coming on a few times. 
And then, uh, um, as weird as it sounds, Plata as a sub towards yes. the end. Very exciting. What, what's happening to Plata? Is he gone? Plata currently is not is without is a man without a country. Okay, so no if, if if Plata is back, I think I, that I would think be. He is. I, I I agree. I don't think he is. But mm-hmm. if Plata were back, that would be that dynamic uh, option off the bench. Yep. Yeah, we have. I think a starting lineup that should make the playoffs. Dude, remember that one year when we had like all of the center backs? Yeah. Like we were like, like so deep on defense for a month. And then literally like at one point we were playing our like fourth and fifth choice CBs. Yeah, like a month later. Yeah, we I well I would agree with you that our starting 11 is is above average in MLS. I was I would say good. I'd say we have a good starting 11. Sufficient to make the playoffs. Right. We are one injury away from from being garbage. Literally. Oh, yeah. Literally one injury can wreck that team. Jefferson Savarino out. We're done. And that's when you start playing the kid in the goal because <laughs> yeah. you're like, all right, yeah. this is Colorado and, and next weird, year. Yeah, and as weird as that sounds, the, the uh, here's the thing. With our luck, as we are publishing this, RSL is like, we signed, uh, you know. And he gets injured like walking off the plane. Or there's that, yeah, yeah. With, with our other luck. But I, I, right now it is a paper-thin roster. And you know, I'm go. I'm. I spend quite a bit of my uh, work day on Twitter. Hopefully, none of my employers are listening to this. Um, you know, a man can only sit through so many meetings, right? Um, and, and and if your meetings push you to go to Twitter, that wasn't a meeting I need to be a part meeting of. Meeting organizer's yeah. fault. Okay, sorry. Good. I'm. There are a lot of people talk, who talk about Real Salt Lake as a hobby. Uh, you know, our, our peers. Um, Good folks. And there is this, like, today I saw this tweet, like, kind of going through the roster, how everything is fine and how we have depth and how there's competition. And it's like, I get it, man. I want to be optimistic. I want to, like, genuinely be like, yeah, we have a great team. But it's, it's like, it's almost patronizing. Like, we are, we yeah. are, we are really not that deep of a team. Objectively speaking, right. we are in- I mean, again, even our best lineup mm-hmm. is, I don't know. I'm even our best lineup. Like that's why I'm care. I'm careful about choosing my words makes the playoffs. That's not a, that's not a huge compliment. More than half the league makes the freaking playoffs. Not anymore, but right. okay. Just about half the league makes the goddamn playoffs. Sure. Okay. Yep. So that's not a huge compliment. And you're absolutely correct. This is as of right now. What we have to remember it's 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 mid January. Yeah, there's a good month of business left to be done. There is, and then another five months after that for the second half of the year. Yeah, and I do remember that year, a couple of years ago, that season where we, no, like two three years when we we thought we're like the deepest thing ever mm-hmm. everywhere, and and we very quickly sh- they weren't. Very quick. Everyone had a soft muscle injury. So we have like the chances. You're a data guy, mm-hmm. and you do the data on the past, like whatever, five years, ten years, and you look at the percentage or the chances of a key player getting injured, and it's more likely than not. I right. would say. Yeah, it's a long season. So it would be stupid to gamble on it not happening. So we, you and I can talk about it. The fans can talk about it all they want. If my job is to make sure the RSL is successful this year. And if okay, even more importantly, if mm. I'm the boss of the person whose job is to make sure RSL is successful this year, I'm expecting him to account for these things. Sure. I'm assuming 
he or she has an Excel spreadsheet somewhere. There's that thick book with Excel formulas next to him. Mm -hmm. And he calculates the percentage of a key player getting injured this year. sure. And now your job is to make sure you have backup for that position. Right. I agree with you on this thing. I don't think we have that. Right. And if one of two things doesn't happen, one, we don't stay healthy throughout the year, Mm -hmm. or two, we don't sign some significant names soon. Right. I take back my prediction of making the playoffs. Our starting lineup as is healthy is good enough to make the playoffs. Right. But I don't anticipate for any moment that it's going to be healthy for the whole For year. sure. And it, it's also, it, it, it is worth noting it's a long, long season, and we have that lovely... It's probably one of the longest seasons in the world. We have that lovely summer transfer window in the middle. Yeah. And there are teams that have proven you can be, as long as you're not total garbage at the first half of the year, you can be pretty bad and still literally win MLS Cup No, I would, if you make I, the right move. I would add to that. I would say you can be complete garbage. Seattle, two, yeah. three... This is like oh, three years four ago. Four years ago, yeah. Yeah. We're literally the worst team in the league throughout half the season. Mm-hmm. And signed Ladera. Signed one guy yeah. and won the cup. Yeah, that, that is quite literally what happened. Simplified a so little it's, for it's, the good story, but yes. It's not really simplified. It's, uh, it's roughly half the season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think they changed coaches too, didn't they? No. Or was that the following no, year? No, no, it was just, just the same yeah. guy. So, anyways, there's that. We're worried. I'm worried. Yeah, for sure. And honestly... Look, let me talk to all of our fellow content producers for ourselves. That's a good way. That's a good way to put it. Um, I think it's irresponsible to be uppity, dippity, happily go lucky about the current state, today's state, mid-January state mm-hmm. of RSL, right? And our projections for next year. Sure. If anyone is uppity and giddy about it, you're doing everyone a disservice. Sure, and I think it's it. You know, to be clear. We fully still expect moves to happen. Like, right. And that will alleviate some of these concerns. We're dealing with the situation in real time. As it is. Right. Blue shorts and all. Again, remember, let's walk back everything we just said. It doesn't matter what else happens. We got blue shorts. We got blue shorts. I'll be rocking. I'm going to get like three pair. Right? Like. I have a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday pair. Right. You know, a Thursday, Friday, Saturday pair, and like a special pair for Sundays. Not not like a pair for match day? But it's my Saturday pair. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not, oh, come on. There's not like a separate thing for match day. I no, respect it's the that. same shorts. I respect that. Um, I Moving mean, on. We, we have a ton to still kind of go over. Like, I, I don't even know where to go. Let's touch base and stuff. Kyle Beckerman. No news yet. Yeah. A lot of like information coming out about the, he wants to be back. The team wants him back. The team's offering other roles. There, I think other roles. Yeah, there's. I think so. Alex Vehar, the Trib yeah. beat writer, you know, he did an interview with Freddie Waters, and I think he's alluding to like options for Kyle that if he were not to want to be playing, oh, okay, to okay. do things for the organization. Yeah. Um, I I think they learned from the Javi thing which is good to see, like, learning taking place. And I think they're like, we want to do right by Kyle. Yeah. Um, I'm so torn, man. I'm not. Kyle needs to be back next year. Kyle needs to be back. Yeah. As a... Not a player. Not not, not a... I mean, as a player, uh-huh. not a starter. Right. And you think Kyle's like, yeah, that's me. 
See, I don't think he has that. Ab- like, he can't turn it off. Like, See, I, I think he would be insulted by the fact that he wasn't starting. Uh, I don't think so. I get what, where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things. I would, I would think and hope that when you're negotiating a contract, you're not negotiating starting spots. No, but there are like incentives tied to like X amount of starts. Okay, and, you so know, you keep think- those, you keep those in there. Sure. And God bless him if he comes in and he he beats the others out of a position. To be fair, I thought he did pretty good last year. He was, I I think, tied for uh, assist leader. Yeah, there you go. And, and I think he was easily a top four or five player on our team last year. In part because not more, no more than four or five actually paid consistently all year. Not considering Nick Romando. So, I mean, name me name me five players consistently starting last year that were better than Kyle. Everton. Yep. Jefferson. Yep. Demir wasn't that consistent last year, was he? I'm gonna say Demir, but yeah. asterisks. I would start Demir uh-huh. from last year's performance over Dem- over Kyle. Yep. Albert. No, Albert was kind of a right? garbage at the tail end of last year. Yeah. <sighs> Hold on. Say Herrera. Oh, Nedum? Oh, yes. Nedum? Yep. Definitely Nedum. And then, yeah, Herrera, once they switched him to his proper side. Once he found his home. Yeah. yeah. Those those are the five guys that I think were better than Kyle last year. That's it. And even that, I think really it's like four and a half. Because yeah. I'm not really counting. The mirror was not. If, if, if you combine the mirror and Albert, you get a player there. Yeah, last I year, agree. so let's okay. just say five. Yeah. So he did pretty good. He did great. We we are in part making the judgments of the, you know in our in our minds mm-hmm. based on just the fact that it should be game over for him. I was reading our uh, article the other day. There was a player in Japan just re-signed a two-year deal. I think he's fifty-two years old. In the J League, I'm not kidding you. 52 years old. Respect. I mean, for Christ's sake, Tom Brady is like 90. He's like 41 or two Five, or something. Think, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, there's that. Yeah, we have to remember that we are assigning him the role of no longer need, wanting to st- or being able to start, mainly based on his age, not his actual performance last year. I think his performance last year was pretty damn good, actually. It's just that we are limited with pairings. Right. When he is on the field. I would he agree. You cannot have too slow. With, yeah, like, the mirror next to Kyle is a, the, is a non-option. Exactly. Right. The only, the, uh, let's, let, can we say this? The mm-hmm. only position on the whole field that Kyle Beckerman can play is defense and midfield. Push comes to shove, he can play like center defender or something. Right, like I don't like think a sweeper. He can't play wing. No. Or an attacker. Has, no, he doesn't anything. have the legs like, anymore. So now you, you only have one guy to pair him with. Right. Again, push comes to shove. You can put Nick in there. Yeah, I, I think him and Nick are a serviceable okay. pairing. Yeah, yeah, but it's I I think him and Nick versus like him and um, Everton. Everton, right? Is like but that's, not even the same universe. Sure, that but that has more to do with the level that of quality Everton brings. But then I'm trying to qu- figure this out, and this is this is where I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Everton and easily Andy. MVP last year for us. Easily, easily, easily. So no brainer starts. Right. So forget about who the best player is out of the other options in that mm-hmm. position. It's the best player with him. Exactly. What's the best combination? For sure. Who's the second player that makes the best combination with him? 
And I think that's where I would like to see what his relationship with Demir could look like. I don't like Demir as a defensive midfielder, period. Um, I think him and Nick Beasler could be uh, an interesting combination. But I think between Kyle and Everton, you have, if not one of the most physically dominant uh, pairings in the league, you have the meanest. You have two dudes who clearly have unresolved anger issues. (laughs) (laughs) Who, who, if not for being professional soccer players, would probably be in jail. Can't stress that enough. Uh, Anchoring your defense. And I've said this, I think, once or twice last year, and I will reiterate it again. I think it is not an accident that one of the first actions Real Salt Lake did to kick off the 2019 season was to get a yellow from our defensive midfield pairing. I can't remember Mm -hmm. which one it was, if it was Everton or Kyle, but I don't think that was an accident. I think that was a... I don't think that was on purpose, but it was just... I think it was a conscious choice. Oh, really? Because I I think of the team the year before Everton got here, Uh easily the weakest... No disrespect to Demir, no disrespect to Kyle. Love them both as individuals. We were defensively a whole down our center. Yeah. Easily. Um, And I think, I, I think the, to kick off 2020, it was a very much like a this stopped today type of thing. Um, yeah, okay. uh, I can see that. And yeah, I I loved Kyle next to Everton. I, I think it is serviceable. Um, at the end of the day, though, father time wins everything. Undefeated. Undefeated in every match he's ever played. Um, and, you know, Kyle does need to, like, if there is any part of Kyle that is going, I don't know if I want to come back, don't come back. Oh, there's that. Right. I'm just assuming he wants to come back. I'm yeah. almost assuming that they're negotiating a multi-year deal, which would be a stupid thing to do. Right. Unless that multi-year deals is, deal is a team option that's also transferable or convertible into, like, a managerial position somewhere else. Or right. I, I don't know. The most overpaid assistant in the league. Well, I would be, I mean, sure, in, sure. The, in the case of conversion, I'm assuming you build in a, a pay right difference obviously yeah um for for that or or otherwise it's a really really heavy marketing package or something like that look sure. i don't do contracts for a living anymore but i did them for quite a few years that's what i would do right it's not a bad move we do want Kyle around hmm? you're right we don't want to repeat that javi um right. situation again and let's just see i mean it, i think m- more then signing new players, this is this new front office sus mm-hmm. first big test. How does Kyle come back if he comes back? How do we handle Kyle? Batman? Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I think that it is one of the very many tests that they are having this offseason already. Uh, I don't... Yeah, I, it's one of the most visible, immediate for sure. things. I and, mean, you can bring anyone from the world... Other than like you know some crazy stupid name that we will mm-hmm. not get, and it will be less impactful on our nation. I mean, we still talk about how Javi was treated, right? For sure, for sure. I I do want to point out that so we've followed the league for many years now. It feels like a lot of teams are doing bigger transfer fees, bigger yeah. signings, bigger names yep. than I've historically seen in the league. The league took a very serious step forward from 19 to 20. I don't know what it was, but yeah. I th- yeah, I th- 
I think I would say like seventeen to twenty. It took a couple of years for sure. But but like because Atlanta was making big signings. They were they were. But Atlanta was the exception. Right right now it's SKC, Vancouver, right. uh, LA Galaxy. Um, yeah, what's his what's Chicago. his name? Dude, I was no, listening. Uh, the guy from Real Madrid is fair game right now. Uh, Luka right. Modric. Yeah, yeah, People that's are, I know, but it's yeah, but holy shit! Right, three so, years ago for sure. For DC United is making moves. I I think there are a lot of. I agree. It's been kind of like a steady burn. I think it was kind of like a flash fire. There is a flash this fire year. this year. Yep. Um. So so yeah, that's kind of the test. It, it's I worry that not making the right move this year could have impacts down the line. Right. Um, but, yeah. I still don't think we'll ever be the... No, no, no. The not a big that name. The has three $6 million players. Sure. And I, I, to be clear, I don't think there are... Like, I look at Colorado. Colorado isn't out there signing big $3 million dudes. Colorado right. is going to be good next year. I haven't they're, followed them at all. They're going to be good next year. Colorado being guaranteed three points is over. That's so Colorado. No man. Colorado has two. They have two gears. It's a guaranteed three, mm-hmm. or hell no, no points at all. Right. Like they're really good or horribly suck. There's no in between for them. Yeah, yeah. They don't do average well. NYCFC is similar <laughs> to that, I sure. think. It, it, there's no middle ground for those guys. And, and Seattle is something like that, except they change literally. They're both in the same year every year. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably fair. By the way, you know, I still can't stand the Seattle... Um, Supporters group? No, their football team. Seahawks? Seahawks. Why not? Because of the Sounders. Oh, so I hate the Sounders. Love the Hawks. Yeah, no, I can't. Go Hawks. Same, same thing with Kansas City. Yeah, I, I hate I, everything about Kansas I, City. I can't. I, I, I have, you know, whatever. I'm not a huge football fan. Right. I have a couple of teams I follow. I, I just, I root against all Kansas. Like, That's how I feel about Texas. I root against everything Texas out of Texas. things, yes. Yeah, there's not, Same. not Same. a, have a small soft spot in my heart for the Dynamo just because of what they did to LA Galaxy on our behalf. Yeah. There is a little like, Hey, thanks. We appreciate Twice it. Twice in a row, I think. Yeah, yeah, but I basically hate all Texas teams. Yeah, it's less for me than Seattle and Kansas City. Even most of the New York teams. Now it's going to be Miami. I just hate the way that, that you know, I hate. The, it's not their fault. The plasticiness of Miami. It's not their yeah. fault, man. It's, it's the league's fault. But Yeah. You had the opportunity to get the Rowdies so right. That would have been such a good. Same state. Such a good. Uh, I would like to say that to they. Are, I would like to say that that, that they have redeemed themselves with uh, Sacramento. Yeah, that was a good move. But in, why not both? I, two, two I, of like yeah. the historically great. For sure, I, I think there was some, uh, you know, some uh, service there for uh, uh, what's his face uh, Beckham. That that's all there is. Yeah. Um, I mean, why why open NYCFC when you have the newer Cosmos? Sure, sure. Once a Metro. You um, you literally have the team. Right. Now we're getting into a rabbit hole. Let's just go down for just kind of how second. we do. That's our thing. If you You if literally you're new. have the team where Pele played. Dude, you can sell Cosmos shirts with Pele's name on it. Right. Who else can do that? Like three other clubs, including the Brazil national team? Right. 
It, I mean, that alone should be worth an extra $10 million. Just a marketing opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I, I So I, I spend my, a few of my, every other Christmas I spend uh, in, in a Tampa region. Um, I'm sorry. No, nah, man. It's, it's, it's. It doesn't not, feel like Christmas in warm areas. Oh, I, I, get, I spent I love Christmas it. this year. Do you? Oh, yeah. Man, I, I'm I, pretty over Utah come December. I, no I, soccer. No, I get cold, it. No, I can't totally, breathe. I, to, I, I get the cold. But Christmas? Man. Even New Year's. Like, See, when New Year's is a little different. When it's 75 degrees on Christmas Day, I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> New Year's is a little different. New Year's, I'm, I'm usually back in Salt Lake. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's move on. A guy that did get a new contract. Oh, yeah. Our boy, Corey Baird. Yep. That's our sword. That's our. That's the sword we're gonna um, lay on. I, I mean, I don't know what you know expression you're murdering there, <laughs> but uh, um, the, the, uh, never mind. Go ahead. All right, I, he's. I hope that this season. Our Waterloo. That's our Waterloo. Okay. Well, you're gonna have to break that one down for the history history uh, non-aficionados out here. That's our. Um, Alamo. That's the stand we're gonna take. Right. That's what I'm saying. As a club. Yeah. I That's don't the have bet we're just, making. Just to be clear here, uh Adele has a little bit of animosity, I think, towards Corey Baird. No. To f- a little bit. Not towards Corey Baird. Towards the organization and their choice of Corey Baird over Bofo. Correct. Um I whereas I'm a little more forgiving and understanding of that move move. We have discussed that at length, I would say, last year. Yes, many times. <laughs> yes. Um, Bofo is gone. Oh, scored his, to what you were alluding to earlier, scored his uh, uh, Liga MX uh, goal like 22 minutes into his debut. Uh, you, you're telling me he actually started a game. He started a game for Pumas. For the Pumas, in the in my opinion, well, forget opinion, just historically speaking, mm. the superior Liga MX. Yeah. Uh, did his signature move, cut inside to create space, lovely goal uh, on the keeper's far post, tucked it in. Guy never had a chance to get it. Lovely 1-0. I think they ended up winning that game 2-1. He was subbed out um, sometime in the second half, if I remember correctly. I mean, Corey Bear could have done better. I don't think Corey Bear could have done better in that situation, just to be clear. I know that. I RSL Nation lost their collective mind. They were doing what you're doing right now, going, oh, Corey Baird scored, or uh, Bofo scored, Bofo. We, we wish we had a player like that. And I get it. I, it is very hard to look at a guy that you lost, do well. Again. It, it is a little bit of that salt. Yes, there is a history of this. But let's also acknowledge the fact that he won't do this every game, obviously. Well, yeah, and but no one's also gonna call out. Oh, hey, that was Bofo's eleventh kind of weird shot that he took that really had no chance of going in once he's desperate. Let's acknowledge that. It, I, I get it. It's a nice talking point. It's a good story. Yes, I, I think it's that. easier. Ever, to, but, but we have. You to, ever watch Ronaldo or Messi play a whole game? Sure, we have to acknowledge why the kid isn't here anymore. How deep do we want to get? Let they gave him an offer. I think if he is a no doubt preferred starting option with a similar offer, he's here. Oh, I don't think it was a similar offer. I I think I don't think he left just for the money. There's no way. Well, well, like, what is 
What is a non-similar offer? We spoke about this early last year. That, he has that done Bofo, in two interviews. That Bofo, hold on. Okay. We spoke about this early last year. That Bofo Sacedo is RSL's next DP. Yes, you spoke about that. We agreed. I'm, um, sure, I'm sure we can go uh, back. I He has quality. You, you might he, have said it at some point. He has a very high ceiling. Yes. A DP level ceiling. And... I think he has a DP level capability for sure, and it's the skill set and mm-hmm. the speed and the age, you know, just yeah, circumstances. He's, he's young, and also like you know the, the the attitude and the approach to the game. And he's a homegrown. He's from Park City, Utah. Everything is matching up, right? Well, he lived in Park City, Utah. I'm not sure if he's from Park City, but he's from Utah, mm-hmm. I think. So everything is aligned, man. This guy, you get the hometown discount and, you know, the whole nine yards. He's not giving us a hometown discount. Well, I wouldn't give us a goddamn thing either also, at that point. Also, he was born January 22nd, 1997 in San Fernandino Valley, California. Okay, maybe that makes sense. But I know that it's got, like, deep-rooted Utah Yes, he basically, he has yeah. he has an academy product through and through. Yes. So, man, I, at the if if they treated me the way they treated him last year, I wouldn't give us a goddamn discount either. Right. I and would I would only stay for the money. That would be the only reason I would stay. And no Bofo made reason. it very clear that if RSL matched his offer, he would stay. Only for the money. Yeah. He got a better you, deal. You, you saved the moving cost. He got a better deal down in Liga MX, which is but, to be expected. But, but let's it's just, a non cap. Let's, let's be clear. It's right. not that didn't happen in a vacuum. Sure, there are where right that the, was it. The entire year mm. led up to it, and when right. he was starting to break through and make his minutes and his remarks, and you know, mm. uh, talk about his performance all you want, all we want. I, I think it was good. I think it was also some wasted effort. For I also sure. think some of the wasted effort was because, in his mind, he had very limited chances. Right, so there's yeah. there's a whole psychological thing that sure. comes into play there. He wanted to make a difference, and to you know, so uh, all of that leads up. So just when he was making his way up, the whole Mike thing happens. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole just the yeah, s- silly the, the thing, the home yeah. friendly thing, uh-huh. and then it's all back downhill. And you know, homeboy, just yeah, whatever. And to be clear, like Mike Petke, I literally went and ran this. Mike Petke played Bofo way more than Freddie did. Yeah, of course. Like a statistically significant difference. Yeah, um, and and yeah, there's there there's because he was a preferred option in his mind, right? In Mike Petke's mind, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I do think it is you know worth noting that Bofo was not getting regular, obviously minutes towards the end there, but he went like it, it is hard to discount. The stuff coming out of his mouth, he made he made it very clear that money was the primary factor. You're correct. Um, and to be clear, I kind of disagree with you. I don't think that if he was getting regular starts and somebody gave him a giant offer, that he'd still be here for the minutes. I don't forget think so. all that. Let me ask you this question: You have an option to to you have to commit. Let's just say you know injuries, health, not an issue. Right now. Huh? Say both were still on the team. Okay. You have to commit to a starter on the left wing, uh-huh. which is obviously... Uh, Towards the end, it, it was Albert or Bofo. No, forget that. But that's what it was. That was the choice. That's not what I'm asking. Uh-huh. Let me ask you a question. No, because you create these really specific no, no. Hold on, hold on. scenarios that aren't based in reality. So, 
knowing everything you know from last season. Right. Right now, today. Uh-huh. The only thing that changes from reality is both was still an option for us. Okay, so we gave him a ton of money. Forget that. doesn't matter. No, that just, literally ju- matters. Just team performance. Let's just say it that way. Okay. And you have to today commit mm-hmm. to a left forward yeah. for, let's not say the, the entire f- full season, but let's just say 10 games. Okay. You're starting this guy for 10 games no matter what. Okay. It's Corey or Bofo who you start. That's not the scenario, though. I'm asking Albert. You. I'm starting Albert because that's the scenario. Um, Corey or Bofo? Bofo. But here, okay, here's the part you're forgetting. You yeah, can't we, we make extended. a guy sign a contract. Yeah, you ex- can't make him sign a contract. I know. That's a fact. They made him an offer. He had a better offer. It was probably a bullshit offer to start with. No, well, you can't say that. Uh, but you can't say the other thing either. Dude, they made him an offer. I would say it's prob- it was probably a bullshit offer, and the, the, the decision on the offer was not made in a vacuum. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, if, if, I, if I'm him, I wouldn't want to stay. If, Bofo was deemed expandable to the guys making the roster. You yeah. can disagree with that so decision. So you got to fire all of them. I d- disagree. We did well. With him. No, Bofo wasn't playing towards the end. Well, not not as a starter. Not I, even I, as I a guess, sub, really. I guess we'll see what happens this year. Sure, there's that, some of that. The I, proof oh. will be in what happens this year. Well, I mean, there's a lo- lot of moving parts. Uh, all I'm going to go back to is you can't give an offer and sign a guy that doesn't want to sign. Agreed. So and make him sign. Make him want to sign. Right. And I think uh, Bofo was at a price point where that wasn't an option for Real Salt Lake, which I understand. But we don't know what that price point is. No. that Those are private so, conversations. I, means. I think he's worth – I think he, he should be worth – more than what we were paying Nick or Kyle. Right, but you also remember Nick and Kyle didn't get there overnight. I understand that. I'm saying but next year they should be worth. He should be worth. To me, he's not worth what Albert is worth, in part because I think Albert is overpaid. But I think... Again, in my ideal RSL team, mm-hmm. he's worth to me what the mirror is worth to me, which is about a million dollars. No, no way. That's what he's worth to me. That's insane. I am very glad that you are not making those decisions for Real Salt like that. That's what he's we worth. We would to be me. broke. No, we wouldn't. We would, because that's really? that is a the, the team that signed Ortuño. That is a and, gross <laughs> overpayment. The, the team that signed Ortuño uh, and let uh, what's his name uh, Armenian guy walk. You're a, you're a, you're while a we're walk, still pay, they cut him. While we're paying him. Yeah, I'm sure they have a great history of making really good financial decisions. So as in 2019, according to the, you know, the yeah. salary release, like, what, it was like thousand? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, A million for Bofo is outrageous. And you know that. You know that you're I saying. Don't. You're, I, I'm, I'm looking. Look, I, I think, look, okay. Depends how deep you want to go. I think a million dollars for any sports player of any sport no. is ridiculous. Okay, don't get into like the athletes okay, overpaid I, thing. That, that's what okay, I mean. Athletes overpaid, we're agreed. Cool. Okay. Now into the reality of in, like in the reality black and white of the world. In the reality of what RSL is mm-hmm. and I'm measuring it off of other people's contracts. Right? Okay. And I'm looking at the high end contracts. The high end contracts right. are Nick and Kyle and um um No Albert. Albert and um, Everton uh, Oh, and, I didn't even think and about Albert Everton. Albert Everton and Jefferson. Jefferson and uh, Damir. 
Demir's, I don't, I think, barely breaking a million. Right. Right. But that's what I mean. Like those are the high end contracts right. that I'm talking about. Like uh -huh. seven hundred thousand plus. No, I think all those dudes that we just mentioned are a million plus. Oh, I didn't realize that Nick and Kyle were in those. Oh, they're not. Million. They're not. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the the new boys are. So we Let's, got Can we also acknowledge that Nick and Kyle are making the money they're making, not necessarily because of their skill? Right. Can, okay. So yeah, that's yeah, totally. Yeah, we don't feel the same way we feel about Bofo that we do about Nick and Kyle. Yes. Correct. Like yeah. that, we are. There is. Kyle some, Beckerman is not making whatever it is nine hundred thousand dollars because he's. I don't really think he's making nine hundred thousand dollars. But yeah. But you know. Yes. Okay. Um, Thank you for acknowledging that. Yeah. No. Totally. But uh, okay. Then look at look at Jefferson. Okay. I don't know what his is. I don't. I have no idea what his I is. I think he's like one. Um, is he about a million? I think he's one inch. I hope so. Okay. I know Demir's about a million. It was like a million even. I think wasn't it? Um, oh no, that was Everton. It was like a million even. And then we have Albert. That's like two, which is just too much for that. If anything, like Everton or Jefferson should be at two million. So Albert at two, Everton at one one, Demir at one point oh eight, then Zhao at eight fifty six, Marcelo Silva at seven seventy six, Sam Johnson at seven six seven, Netum at five oh four, Jefferson Savarino at uh, just under half a mil. Justin what? Glad. Yeah. That's the next guy we lose. That's that's 2019 MLS player salaries. Yeah. Um, and that's according to the MLS PA, the Players Association. So Let me say it this way. All right. We don't have to go through the rest of the list. I think that there's no way in hell Bofo is worth less to me than M. Silva, who makes more than $700,000. Right. But M. Silva probably got a drastic pay cut. Right. Because he's like at the twilight of his career. Right. I would have pulled the trigger and bet a huge amount of money in over a long period of time on Bovo. That's why what that's what I would have done as a front office mm -hmm. manager in this case. I would have done something like a three four year starting at one million, working with say working its way up to two million by the end of the contract deal. That's what I thought Bofo could do for this club. A game changer. Plata in his prime. Right. With more balls. Sure. And here's the thing. If Bofo was cool with getting a normal salary until he, he gets there. Then. No, he wouldn't have because they offered it to him. So just to be clear, so. to go back to your scenario, Kyle Beckerman and Nick Romando last year made, let's say, roughly $325,000. Bofo Salcedo made a third of that, which I think is reasonable. That seems fair last year. to me. Yes. I don't remember him complaining about money last year. He That's literally the year he left. Last year, 2019. At the end of the year. Right, but right. you get you don't get your money like in one lump sum at the start of the year. Right, no, you get your money probably bi-weekly. I don't know how it works. Sure, but yes, the 2019 again, salary again, is the salary he was referencing in these interviews. But again, that that's where we get to like it wasn't made in a vacuum. Anyway, so we, let's not go, go further because I'm sure we have a couple other things that were north of an hour already. Mm. Uh, both, you made a huge, huge mistake. I'm going to keep bringing this up all year in case anyone's wondering. Made a huge mistake by releasing Bofo. We didn't release Bofo. Bofo's contract was we up. He didn't let renew. Bofo go. No, we didn't. Bofo's contract ended. We let him go. He did not sign a we new did, one. We did not close. I, ho I hope that front office does not drink coffee. Because coffee is for closers. I get what that was a great reference to a fantastic movie. Arsenal, you should go look it up. 
letting a player walk and not having is a player not resign closing the deal are two right sure that I the the talk didn't go the way Arcel wanted but it at some point part of that is also on both side and and to be fair the way they played him last year mm-hmm. and our commitment to keeping the current structure and leadership of the team he probably wouldn't have played it would have been a featured forward next year anyways he would have been the sub so it wouldn't make sense to pay him a whole lot of money so there's that. All right. Well, there's the draft, and the monarchs have been active as, you know, Whatever. just super crazy, making all kinds, of, making monarch signings, which I actually like. They're signing dudes that have. Did you see that futures. the monarchs are not on TV once this year? They're not like National the ESPN TV. team of the week yeah. thing, yeah. Ever. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's. Actually, I like it. It makes sense. I was originally pissed. Then I started actually looking into it. I do something I don't do usually, which is research. Yes, you're more of a shoot-from-the-hip kind of guy. <laughs> um, and what I found out is this, that none of the, quote-unquote, two teams have any Game of the Week matches on national TV. What do you mean? Oh. Uh... None of the extension or expansion teams. Not expansion teams, but like... RSL monarchs are just RSL two. There's Seattle two. Oh, okay, I got Portland you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Okay, I LA got you. Galaxy yeah, none of the MLS teams. None of the MLS teams second tier uh-huh. team right. is on national TV at really? any point. Yep. And then I was wondering why. You sure? That that's what someone's conclusion was, and I took a peek, took a peek at the actual lineup, and sure enough, it looked right to me. The Sacramento Republic was the closest thing, but they're going to be in, you know, because they were going to be in the MLS soon. None of the two teams were in. And I was trying to wonder why. That makes no sense until I realized, well, well, I didn't realize. I realized it by reading someone's comment Mm -hmm. that this person said, think about this way. And look, watch watch a Sacramento game or even like a, I can't remember, like North Carolina game or a Rowdies game, right? And then compare just watching that game to watching an LA Galaxy 2, Portland 2, uh, a Monarchs game on TV. Just compare, forget the quality of soccer. Forget name recognition. Just watch the atmosphere. And sure enough, man, like the sellout rate, mm-hmm. or the rate of attendance is something like 10, 20, 30 fold. For the non-MLS? Yeah, for the yeah. non-expansion teams. And totally makes sense, man. I've been watching. Uh, hell, Monarchs couldn't sell out for like what the semifinals or quarterfinals at home. It was Harriman. busy. Yeah, no, there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons. Yes, right. but I get it. I kind of I'm I'm kind of like you know chest bump respect USL. Yeah, uh, I would do the same thing. You know, when you break it down that way. Because you cannot assume that every RSL fan will tune into the Monarchs game. Sure. And, and we thing, know that they don't. And we still can. Right. They're still going to be on, what, ESPN Plus or whatever? Whatever they yeah. were last. KSL, the KSL Just app. to be clear, we don't follow them nearly enough. Right. And we're supposed to be like some some followers. We should go to more Monarchs games. We should. Let's make that a New Year's resolution. You know. Done. Six, I mean, 15 days. Into it would literally year. would be going to a Monarchs game. Right. No, no, we went to one last year. No, no that was two years ago. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. There it is, folks. We'll be a more monarch. And it games. was a Rio Tinto. Say hi. 
Yeah. What else we got? Anything? I else? I, I think that there's a. It's been a like a lot has happened since you and I last spoke. Yeah. Um. But I think we got the big stuff out of the way. Really hoping for a, a big signing sometime this week. Big by our cell standards. Um. And yeah, what position? Winger, winger, definitely winger. Maybe a striker. There's this guy down in Mexico. No, Bofo's not a star. <laughs> Bofo's not that level of difference maker. Um, and then maybe we want, we want a Severino on the other side. Right, Severino on the left. And and I don't know. I don't know what their plans are for number nine. But like, if it ain't Sam Johnson, find the guy. Buy Sam down, make him a TAM player, whatever it is, and then go get a DP. I really hope it's Sam Johnson. I think here's the thing: if it is Sam Johnson, then make Albert Rushnak the guy on the left. Make Rushnak the Jefferson Savarino on the left. Make Jefferson Savarino the guy on the right, and go get a proper creative attacking midfielder. I think Albert Rushnak is either unwilling or unable to properly play Sam. I would say unable. I would agree. He you, lacks that creativity. Or do that, or play. Um, you you can play the mirror ten. I would play the mirror ten. I wouldn't be mad about that at all. Then yeah. If the lineup is forget about goalie for just a second. Okay. Herrera. Mm-hmm. Glad. Mm-hmm. Netum. Obviously Netum. Toya. And, uh, Toya. I think you got Netum and Glad mixed up, but doesn't really matter. Interchangeable. Keep going. Keep going. Right. Keep going. I'm going left. Right to left, right? right? So in my mind, like on the lineup, Nedim is usually left of Glad, but they're both just center to back. It doesn't matter. Keep going. Um, defensive midfield, mm-hmm. Everton, mm-hmm. Nick Johnson, Nick Beasler. I mean, <laughs> Beasler, okay. Nick Beasler. I would, I would, they won. Uh. I'm not sure what they're doing in practice, right? Um, and then oh, we didn't talk about preseason. That's fine. We'll talk about preseason yeah. next week. And uh, right ahead of them, I would Damir at mm-hmm. ten, Albert left, Severino right, Sam Johnson nine. Yeah, I'm okay. I that team makes the playoffs. Yeah, that that is a that is a solid team, and makes the playoffs. Assuming nothing goes wrong, which would be a horrible assumption. Something will go right, wrong. Right. So that team will not make the playoffs. Doesn't right. make the playoffs. Right. We we should acknowledge that, like, because there's like there's a reason we actually go and play the games. We have there's literally like, let's see, Corey Baird is a decent option off the bench to replace one of the mm-hmm. top three. Right. Kyle Beckerman, assuming he comes back, right, is a good option to replace one of the uh, backup mm-hmm. or defensive midfielders. And then we have Silva, who's a good option to replace one of the right. center backs. Right. And we, we still have zero I, options to replace the outside. No, we backs. signed a, a fullback on the left side. I think from, to compete with Toya. No, 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 no. I can't think of his name right now. Is that uh, the Jamaican kid? No. No, we're thinking what's we're his looking. I yeah, I can't think of his name right now. But there's a left back there. It's at, if something happens to Herrera, we're screwed. Yeah. Um, and then I think you have Douglas Martinez, who could also be an option but, as, at forward. And and you know what? That that's that's fine. We just need to understand where we are. Yeah, I think that's a solid, slightly above average team that can, on their day, more or less compete with anybody. Slightly above average. Who is literally one injury away from being trash. Literally. Yep. Like, and like honestly, anywhere. 
or a bad like three, uh, like five games in two weeks. Yeah, stretch. if you go look at the schedule, there's some stuff that's like way too congested. Yeah, that that is a team that fatigue will uh, will destroy, yeah. and that that's all that matters. Yeah, good good thing we don't actually have to play the games, huh? <laughs> we get the call on them. Call all it. right, folks. I think we're good. We're great. Our nation has been fun. It's good being back. Yeah, we'll try to maintain. Totally feels super amateurish again. Like yeah, that's that's why talking they, that's over why each other as we speak. Well, we always did that. Yes, yeah, I have been told that we are too combative for some folks, like with one another. What folks? People that listen. Oh. Don't worry about where I get my feedback from. No. I solicit feedback. Let us know what you think, RSL Nation. All right. Well, well uh, I want to talk to those folks. No, Shut no. up. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> Our installation has been good. It's been fun. Have yourself a good rest of your day. Adios.